The issues that matter most to you. Join the conversation. This is News and Views with Rob Snow on News Talk 580 CFRA. John Robson writes for the National Post. He is a documentary filmmaker. He is a university professor, expert in American history. He is an historian, and he's with me every Friday to wrap up the week. Hi, John. Do we have John? Can you put John on the air, please? Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Thank you, John. All right, okay. here I am. Here we go. <laughs> Good. It's supposed to be me. Um, John, why don't we, uh, we'll listen to Catherine McKenna. She, I'm sure you know who she is. She, she is the Environment and Climate Change Minister. So they say. And not her finest moment uh, with Evan Solomon during CTV's question period. But let's be clear, like, climate change has huge costs now. I have no time for folks who are like, the, you know, we shouldn't take action. Um, like, you what know do you mean you have no time? you got to have time. you got to. Well, your no, job is to have time but, for but, folks that care about this issue and want to understand but, but it. But, no, I, I don't have, have time for a- politicians that play cynical games about climate action. The cost right now is in the billions of dollars. But the you, economic but, but opportunity. have priorities. you got to have. This is, this is the problem that people say the liberal smack of arrogance. Your job is to have time for people who disagree with you. I have time for Canadians who disagree with me, and I have conversations with them all the time. I meet with people. I Democratic meet with businesses. Leader, elected leaders are Canadians. You know that. But I don't have time for politicians who pretend that climate change isn't real. Well, how can we do this? I have three but kids. Who, people have but who kids. Says that? No well, one if says you that. have no, they're not. They're not saying. If that. you have they're no saying they don't climate like the mechanism plan, for you to deal with. No, it. actually. So, in the let's be clear, in the provincial election, the Ontario provincial election, we had four leadership candidates. The uh, sorry, in the conservative um, leadership uh, election, no one had a climate plan. Not one of them. Okay. Wow, uh, she's passionate about the issue. But uh, what do you think of her opinion? Well, that was an appalling mishmash of arrogance and incompetence. To start with this, people playing cynical games about climate, and yet her own administration, which claims to believe that the crisis is upon us, the wolf is at the door, and so forth, have no plan that will actually make any kind of significant difference. Uh, so that's pretty bad, just for starters. But then she says she has conversations all the time with people who disagree about climate change, which is, of course, not true. You know, that she just made that up because it sounded good. Well, how often does she sit down with people like me who really say that we do not have evidence of the human activity is having a significant impact on the climate? She just doesn't do that. Uh, and you could see what kind of, you know, tongue lashing you'd get if you tried. And then she goes off about politicians who say climate change isn't real. Well, name one. It's one of the great frustrations to me as a denier of bad science and aggressive political bullying that almost I can't think of a significant political figure in this country who's willing to say, no, we do not have solid proof that human activity is altering the climate in harmful ways. And I think she has a point that people who say, yo, yeah, yeah, climate change, oh, it's real, yeah, we're really doing in the climate. What should we do about it? Oh, we shouldn't do anything. That's kind of foolish. But she's in that position in a very real way because and I think that they know this somewhere deep in the basement of the Ministry of the Environment here. If you really want to get Canadians to stop using gasoline in their cars, which is what the government actually wants, they have said we want an 80% reduction in carbon emissions, uh, you know, carbon dioxide and equivalents, by the year 2050. An 80% reduction. That means essentially no more gasoline cars, uh, which the British and the French are going to ban by the year 2040, or so they claim. You need a carbon tax of you know, $200 a ton or more. Oh, yeah. And so, in fact, 
the Trudeau people are doing all this virtue signaling. Well, we care about the environment. We care about the environment. We're flying off, burning high-octane jet fuel to place after place to say we care about the environment. But they're not doing what the people they claim to agree with say needs to be done. So they're the ones playing cynical games. And then they're making this up. You know, I have no time for politicians who pretend, didn't she say, that climate change isn't real. And the question, there's a good question whether people like Doug Ford, for instance, or Carolyn Mulroney, or for that matter, or Stephen Harper when he was prime minister, did they really believe that human beings were destroying the climate by burning fossil fuels? But they certainly said they believed it. If anything, I think they were pretending to believe climate change was real. Now, could you get Andrew Scheer today to say, no, you know what? Human beings are not boiling that dust speck. I don't think you could. So she goes off in this big rant against a group of people who don't exist. And they don't exist because they haven't got the courage to say what some of them maybe privately think. Okay, John, and they me, have climate change plans John. that don't work, but so does she. Your last documentary was about this topic. Okay, yep. so l- let, me, let me ask you, why do you hold the position you do? I hold the position I do because we actually know a lot about the past history of the Earth. Which it, it's, some of it's approximate, especially the further back you go. But we know a considerable amount about what the temperature has been through most of the Earth's history and how much CO2 there's been in the atmosphere. We're talking since the appearance of multi-celled animals, so 600 million years ago. The atmosphere is very different before that. And there is no correlation between carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and this and the temperature there's just none this idea that co2 and you know methane and other carbon uh, gases and so on are driving global temperature has no support in the scientific record if you look back half a billion years if you look back five million years there is no reason to think that carbon dioxide is driving global temperature you had co2 levels that were a lot higher than they are today three million years ago and you know what happened the earth plunged into a series of ice ages If you look just since the end of the last glaciation, we're actually still in an ice age. The Earth is uncharacteristically cool, and we have ice at both poles. That's an ice age. But if you look at what the temperature has done since the last retreat of the glaciers, and it has fluctuated, it's gone up and it's gone down, and it's gone up and it's gone down, in a cycle that seems to be trending downward, incidentally. We think it was warmer in the Roman warm period than it is today, and in the Babylonian warm period. You see no evidence that CO2 is driving temperature. There is nothing in the historical record to make you think CO2 drives temperature. All we have is that since the end of the Little Ice Age in the Victorian period, the world has been getting warmer, and because of industrialization, human beings have been putting out more CO2. And so there is a sort of bad fit coming out of the 1860s. But the Earth, we have periods where the temperature spikes, up to about 1920, we have periods when it goes down. It was cooling from 1940 to 1970, even though CO2 was going up. So the CO2 is driving temperature theory doesn't apply even to the middle of the 20th century. Then you get a period from 1970 to about 2000 where the Earth is warming, it would appear, and CO2 is going up. You say, oh, yeah, well, there we go. But there's been no warming in the last 20 years. So if CO2 is driving global temperature, why is it that there's no evidence in the record of CO2 driving global temperature? Temperature. It is preposterous to assert that there is any kind of proper fit. Uh, the, the closest, Al Gore has this thing that he had put in his documentary, where you're looking at about the last 600, 700,000 years, and he's saying, look, there's temperature going up and down in CO2. The problem is temperature's leading the dance. When the Earth warms up, the oceans give off more CO2. When the Earth cools down, the oceans absorb more CO2. So the only fit anybody's really found between CO2 and temperature, it's not CO2 driving temperature, it's temperature driving CO2. 
So that this is it's amazing. This whole theory is built on a huge, enormous mountain of lack of evidence. Not because there's no evidence, but because all the evidence we have, okay. except briefly in the latter okay. part of the 20th century, to, let me ask you the that, other John. way. To what end? To what end? Why? I think it is because people are seized with an urge to repent, and there are a lot of people out there who have this instinct that government must just take over or we're going to have disaster, and they look around for something that seems to fit the bill. You know, the, the, the urge to repent, if you're religious, you know what you're meant to repent for, it's your sins, but if you're not religious or your religion appears to be ungrounded, then you go around repenting for other people's sins. You can see that Justin Trudeau or Catherine McKenna are very keen to apologize for what other people have done and to regret their failings, other people's failings, but as for their own, they didn't know they existed, so they can't. Right. But also, I mean, you see. So, what are we these, repenting uh, for? Our our consumption, planet, our consumerism, our anything we'll do. We must have done something bad, and so at the moment, it's that we're boiling the planet. Okay. Um, you know, twenty five, thirty, forty years ago, it was mass starvation. Then there was when we were going to use up all the resources, including the aluminum and the iron which was an amazingly bogus prediction, peak oil. We were going to run out of oil in 1978. Um, but the other thing is these people just feel some terrible things happen and the government has to fix it. And so they look around for some sign of something terrible. And again, the number of scares we've been through in my lifetime, it, the, the panic is constant, but the cause of the panic changes. 